Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the very first edition of Overreaction Monday, the podcast. Along with Chris Brockman, I am your humble host, Rich Eisen, along with Chris every single Monday, not just on the Rich Eisen Show doing this segment, highly popular on our daily program, but we are bringing it to everybody in podcast form through the Cumulus Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts every single Monday throughout the NFL playing season. And for those who might be new to this thing, where you been? That's number one. <laughs> number two, what we do here on the program every single day, chopping it up, chopping up what everybody's talking about. Yep. We constructed this overreaction Monday segment at the very outset of our show to kind of poke a little bit of fun of what everybody's talking about, overreacting to that weekend's headlines. Just turn up the heat a little bit. I know you see things a little differently than me, and I'm just going to say something outrageous, and let's see what we think about it. Well, I see the gray when you see the black and the white. That's pretty much, you know, you're on the yeah, edges. I try true. to find that 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 comfortable middle, but sometimes what people are overreacting to is the appropriate reaction. Sure. So what we've done every single Monday, and again, we appreciate everybody taking in this segment on the Rich Eisen Show, making it popular enough for a podcast version of it to be possible. Uh, What we will do is just kind of do what we normally do, run through the overreaction headlines, except doing it just five or six headlines. We're going to make it a podcast form. Supersize, Rich. We got 12. Ah. On this episode. And this is an episode, normally what we'll do is overreact to subject matters based on that weekend's events that just concluded. Exactly. But because the uh, the NFL season has yet to begin, we are going to treat this one out on this Labor Day as a season preview, overreacting to all the storylines that have been accumulating, percolating, cultivating, all non-playing season long. So I think we have set the table, and then at the very end, we're going to do something on this podcast that we don't do on the Rich Eisen Show, special just for this show, is you and I are going to give a headline or a storyline that we feel will actually exist that we'll be overreacting to by the end of the season. On the Monday after the Super Bowl. Correct. What will be, we will be predicting every single week when we're reacting to that weekend's events. Right. Something that in the following week, we'll be overreacting to. We're trying to predict what the conventional wisdom is going to be. We do have a crystal ball around here. We do. Actually, we should break that out for the segment. (laughs) But that's at the end of the program. We'll be giving everybody a headline that we feel trying to predict the overreaction to come. However, on this show, it's all about the overreaction to the upcoming season. Are you ready, Christopher? Rich, I was born for this moment. I am ready as well. Hit it, everybody. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, you Rich. have the floor. How you doing? You good? I am good. <laughs> I'm excited to do this in podcast I'm form. Me too. Me okay. too. All right, let's just get right into it because I'm looking at this division, Rich, the AFC North. Mm-hmm. Not all four teams are going to make the playoffs. That's more likely than more not. More likely than not, right? Okay. And I know they've been the king of this jungle for the last few seasons, making the Super Bowl AFC championship game last year. The Cincinnati Bengals, Rich, are going to miss the playoffs this year. That's your first order of business. The first ever subject matter to overreact to is the Bengals are missing the playoffs. Yes. Now, why, why would you? Here's, here's what I'm thinking about just looking into the year for them. They got Joe Burrow with the injury, right? Yes. The, the, the mysterious several-week calf 
that appears to be done in time for the season. It does it. Okay, keep going. The offensive coordinator is like, well, we have a plan to monitor to keep Joe and okay. maybe for week one. Okay. okay, sure. Got the contract looming over the Bengals here with Joe Burrow. Not done yet. Right. Is, is he is he weirdly, mysteriously holding in yes, okay. with the Kevin? Also, they have a really hard schedule, okay? They got two division games right out of the gate at Cleveland, home for Baltimore. A couple of get-right games before a week seven bye. Then it really gets difficult. At San Francisco, home for Buffalo, at Baltimore, Pittsburgh, at Jacksonville. Last four games, all could be playoff teams. Minnesota, uh, Pittsburgh, KC, yeah. Cleveland. That's uh, tough. I've given you enough time to uh, lay out your theory. You know what? Your who, are over- run- who are the running backs? You know what you're overreacting to? You're overreacting to a couple of things. One is the general sense that Joe Burrow is ready for a fall and that his calf injury is proof of that, that everybody can't believe that Joe Burrow has come out of the box the way that he has come out of the box, that inevitably this team is getting set to take a step back. And I push back on that and say Joe Burrow is that guy who is going to be there every year. He is going to be there every year, similar to the way that Mahomes is there every year, maybe not winning it, as much as Mahomes has won it all at this point in time. But Joe Burrow is, in fact, the guy that we have seen. The outlier would be him missing the playoffs. And if he is hurt, the soft tissue injury does become the dreaded nagging soft tissue injury. Then you have a possible case here. But at this point in time, right before the playing season, this is an overreaction. The Bengals are not only making the playoffs, they're winning this division again for a third straight year in a row. Burrow will come out and perform the way that we're used to seeing him, which might actually be losing to the Browns in week one. Maybe. Because that has been more often than not the case. I label the first ever Overreaction Monday podcast version topic an overreaction. You're on brand. What's next? (laughs) Well, then you're really going to love number two. Okay. (laughs) All right. This is going to be Bill Belichick's last year with the New England Patriots. Oh, now that is an overreaction to say the least. All right, Rich, we've heard the hot seat talk for, I've been saying it, Tom Curran is now saying it, uh, 25 and 25 since Tom Brady took his talents to Tampa. It's not good. Not good, especially when you're used to winning championships and hanging banners and making more room in Gillette Stadium to hang said banners. They have a brand new video board. It's enormous. You think Bob Kraft wants to watch losing highlights on that giant video board? So thanks for all the service, Bill. Thanks for everything that you've done. Thanks for perhaps, perhaps a 10-win season this year. Maybe if things all break the right way. A 9-8 season that is definitely a season that I don't believe is worthy of sending him packing as he's on the verge of passing Don Shula for the all-time wins list, that's when they're going to tell Bill it's Gerard Mayo time. Rich, what, Get have, out of what here. have you done if for me lately? If he's, hold on a second. If we're about to see a floor-collapsing yes. five-six-win season. That's what I'm saying. Now, Very possible. Now you are talking about the seat that I don't believe is hot at all getting as hot as it possibly is Gerard Mayo, what he's going to be hired away by another team. They'll tell, they'll tell the other team to pound sand. He's going nowhere. That transition is going to come 
at some given point, this is an overreaction entering the season that you're going to take the whole concept of his seats hot, you know, as Tom Curran, as you mentioned, of NBC Sports Boston, saying, yeah, Kraft is kind of champing at the bit to see this. What are we doing? Let's win some playoff games. But he's not sitting there going, I just spent all this cheddar. Cheddar? Cheddar? On a new scoreboard, and you're putting loss after loss on it. No, thank you. Mac Mac Jones regresses even more than he did last year. The Bill O'Brien thing just doesn't work out. I got it. The wide receivers, the running back, the offensive line, you know, just doesn't get it done. The defense, wow, good, not good enough. It's 5-12. and I understand it. I'm pushing back and saying it's an overreaction. What's next? Okay. What's next? I love the Philadelphia Eagles this year, but I actually think the NFC East is going to be the NFC beast. I'm going Cowboys-Eagles-NFC Championship game. Wow. That's not an overreaction. I can't sit here and say that that's not going to happen. That would be, I think, outside of Eagles, I would even think that this is the ultimate Fox. Like, oh, for Eric sure. Shanks, the man who runs for Fox sure. Sports, will, would, would put this on his television hope chest. <laughs> he would be the one who would be begging for the football gods to make this happen, more than a rematch between the Eagles and the 49ers in which – if you told Fox Sports and the NFL that, that, yeah, well, they would sign for it if Brock Purdy wasn't going to get hurt. <laughs> they don't need Sam Darnold sure. trotting out there, although yeah, that's a little Sam, bit, I, I get it. Good. I can't say that's an overreaction. I, you can't sit here and say that that's not possible. Yeah, I'm high on both Certainly, teams, you yeah. know, if you've got the Eagles winning the, the, the conference, yeah. sitting on a bye week, and then Dallas and the Niners don't face each other in the first weekend, but face each other in the second weekend, Dallas survives that. The Eagles win the next weekend, their first one in divisional playoff weekend, and boom, you have the Eagles and the Cowboys playing one another and doing a lot of math. I'm like Zach Galifianakis. I'm just walking it through. Like, I think this is entirely possible. It's not an overreaction at all. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, here's my next one. Two for one. Good job. The Cardinals. We saw that weird Jonathan Gannon video the other day, right? Yes. I have a fire in my gut, Rich, that the Cardinals won't have the worst record this year. Um, Did you, first of all, before I answer this question, did you drive yourself to our studio or did you take the bus? Great question. It's a crucial answer. Great question. I don't know what I'm trying to elicit by this answer or what I'm trying to communicate to the listening audience of what it would mean to even ask the question about what answer I'm trying to elicit to make my point. I drove myself there. There you go. So now uh, there you go. I think just, just with this, you know, you say it all the time. Professional players aren't going to go out and tank. They're going to play hard every game. And I think there's a path to them getting five five or six wins, and that's not going to be the worst. I don't think that's an overreaction either, Chris. I think that they can uh, win enough games um, this year, they could even win week one in Washington. Yeah. Didn't you say that uh, there's a pool named after a show that Jeff Probst hosts, right? Yes. Yeah. On and CBS. That, and that, and that, and that, and that you, one, if one endeavors mm-hmm. on such a uh, subject that uh, you need to choose the team that's absolutely going to win. Correct. 
Um, and thus you then get immunity for that week. Well done. And get to move on to the following week. You were weaving. Okay. Yes. Um, Very popular pick. Will be the Washington Commanders. Correct. Well, that's what I'm saying. All All it takes is one. It takes three or four. But if you're wrong, and this is an overreaction, that... Um, then the question is, uh, what do they do with Kyler Murray? Because Caleb Williams is sitting out there. And what do you do with Jonathan Gannon? Are you going to trust Jonathan Gannon, a defensive-minded coach? With Caleb Williams. Yes. Possible two-time. I mean, but that's down the road. Uh, For this moment, I will label this not an overreaction. I think this is reasonable. Another uh, going to be a Sheik's week one survivor pick, the Baltimore Ravens. I I love the Baltimore Ravens this year. Love what they've done to revamp the offense. Todd Monken in, Odell Beckham in. They're going to throw it a little bit more. Lamar Jackson is going to be an MVP finalist uh, this season. That's that's not an overreaction either. Top three quarterback, Lamar Jackson. It can absolutely be possible. As you and I are sitting here right now, Labor Day, right? We are absolutely 100% in a world in which Lamar Jackson can come out in week one of this season against the Houston Texans at home being pizzade for the first time yeah. with Odell Beckham here, Zay Flowers there, Mark Andrews here, mm-hmm. J.K. Dobbins there, Roquan Smith watching from the sideline with the rest of that defense that he can come out in the same way that he came out week one of his MVP season lighting up the Miami Dolphins. The way that he did. Yeah, that's true. He can absolutely do that. He can put up five touches in week one in front of the fans at the bank, and then we'll come on in the week two edition of Overreaction (laughs) Monday talking about Lamar is definitely the MVP this year. Like, you'll remove the conditional of finalist, and you'll just say, boom, MVP. That's my prediction of an overreaction topic of our first in-season, if you will, overreaction Monday. The pushback so, obviously hasn't finished the last couple of years, and it's been a kind know. of a rough go uh, physically for him but, recently. Uh, you know, if we were doing our Friday segment of what's more likely, um, I would say it's not likely because I would go Mahomes, Hurts, okay. and then who's the third spot? Burrow, Herbert, Herbert. Allen. Don't forget. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is out there as well. And if he performs in the same, if he performs, if he twitches in the direction of his Packer seasons when he was MVP as the Jets quarterback in New York City, where people like Victor Cruz gotta be winning become games. famous and people like Justin Tuck eat sandwiches, you know, while they're in yep. commercials, Rodgers would be an MVP finalist for sure. But for the moment, that is definitely not an over. You can't say that's not possible. You can't. That's not an overreaction. Yeah, I think I think the Ravens are going to be fun to watch this year. All right, what's next, Rich? Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm ready. Yes. AFC South, not a great division. Not okay. not sexy. Okay. That's okay. But you know what is sexy? The no, no. Jacksonville Jaguars as the AFC one seed. You say, hey, they got a tough schedule. They won the division last year. They got a one. They got a one seed schedule, division winning schedule this year. They have the Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, and Bengals all at home. Why can't they win those games? Well, go thirteen and four. They have, and their the path to the Super Bowl runs through Duval County. They have the Bills in London. They are technically the road team, but they are the ones that are staying around from the week before having oh, played. John Cod wants okay. him wants them to be the I London Jaguars. That's a home it. game. Uh, I'll just say that's an overreaction at the moment. I I, I do believe we are living in um, in another in a Mahomes world, and I think we're going to be talking about that by the end of the season. I think we're. We're in the middle of a very special run 
Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'll just label this for the moment as an overreaction. Is it possible? I guess. But I, I, I still think that they're, they're a team that is ascending. They're a team that can win multiple playoff games this year. They're a team that can win the AFC if it all goes right. But I don't know if they're going to be the ones to have everything run through Duval County in the AFC playoffs. I think that's a that's a tall order, and I'll just call that an overreaction and ask you to move on, It would please. be pretty fun, though. All right, just talking about the playoffs, I'm just looking at the teams that are in there. We talk about there's turnover every year, 6, 7, 50% of the teams. I don't think that's going to happen this year. I think 10 of the 14 playoff teams are back in the playoffs in 2023. Yeah, that would be so wild. So, hold on a minute. I th- I'll just say my 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 season division predictions. I say the Bills are winning the AFCs, that's one. Yep. Bengals are winning the AFC North, that's two. The Jaguars are winning the AFC South, that's three. The Chiefs are winning the AFC West, that's four. The Eagles are winning the a- NFC East with the Cowboys backing them up. That's six. Yep. I'm saying that the Lions are winning the NFC North. That's a new one. Okay, that's new. Uh, I'm saying that the the Falcons are winning the NFC South. That's new. That's new. I'm saying that the 49ers are going to win the division with the Seahawks making the playoffs. That's eight. So I you I, think the Vikings are back in? I don't. North? I don't. Do you think? I don't. The Giants are back. I I I haven't gone as deep as you I need to. The Dolphins are back, but do you think the Jets make I it? I think so the Jets make in, it. So and I think the Steelers make it, and I think the Ravens make it. So that means the Chargers would be out. Chargers I'll out. Say, Dolphins out. Ten I'll, is close. I'll, I will say that Ten it's close. close enough to me. Label this not an overreaction. So much parity in the NFL, and I think but, this I mean, year maybe dude, not. That would be. A total mind blowing outlier. It would be because it's always turnover. Every always year. half. Every year, half the even teams. with the extra playoff yep. spots. What's next? I told you I love the Dallas Cowboys this year. <laughs> I really love their defense. I love Micah Parsons. He is setting the single season sack record. Twenty two and a half going down. Doesn't need Brett Favre to come out of retirement it. and lay down. Twenty three plus for Micah Parsons. Good slag on Favre. Thank you. He's litigious. Be careful. Thank you. Jeez, um, how can I sit here and say Micah Parsons can't? I can't. I can't do that. You don't want to do I it. I can't do it. He'll take I don't over the show. It. Suddenly it'll be uh, him hosting. I know. That's one of my favorite moments in the history of our program from which this uh, podcast emanates. Um, gosh. We have the Cowboys defense and I know. fantasy. I, I will label that not an overreaction. Right. Uh, I mean, it's again, you. Can, I can't sit here and say that that is you're out. Get out of here. That's crazy. Defensive player of the year, maybe too, if he gets it. Obviously. And I, I, I understand what I labeled an overreaction beforehand, like Belichick. This is his last season, and I'm saying later on in this pod, like that's that's just you know I can't label this an overreaction because that's not possible, and it is possible that this is Belichick's last season. You never know. I just think it's that that we're 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 knee jerking, and we can't sit here and say a knee jerk reaction that Micah Parsons is going to break the single-season sack record this year uh, for the Dallas Cowboys defense that is um, ready to roll. And I think maybe the better unit, again, despite the change at offensive coordinator for Dallas. Um, So let's let's just call it and say it's possible. It's not an overreaction. 
Um, you know, and I, I think I'm going to choose him for defensive player of the year. Screw it. I'll just do it right here. Just do it right do now. It. I'm going to do not? it on Why the not? Tuesday Why night uh, NFL Network uh, season preview show. Uh, I think he is defensive player of the year this year. And, um, you know, uh, let's might, just leave it at have, that. He might have seven sacks against Aaron Rodgers and Mac Jones but in, he, in weeks two and four. By the way, T.J. Watt stays healthy. I'd look out for him, too. T.J. Watt tied it a few years ago. I know. So keep going. What else? All right, Rich. How many do we have left? How many do you got left? Uh, I did a dozen. I think, oh, we, I think, I think we're it. about halfway through. Okay, here, here we go. There's no tanking in the NFL. Yeah. Right? That's the way we say it all the time. Wink, wink. I think there. I think you're wrong. I think there is tanking in the there NFL. There isn't tanking in the there NFL. There are superstars on every team. And there are superstars on teams that are going to tank this year. Mm-hmm. In quotes. I think we see a superstar, maybe two, traded at the deadline this year. And I'm talking give me, superstar. Give me names. I'm talking... Who? Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. I'm talking. That's, a, that's not a superstar, with all due respect. I'm talking Aaron Donald. I'm talking. That's one. Chris Jones, possible. If this no holdout way. goes forever, no chance. And they don't want to pay him. Why not get something in return? The only place that Aaron, I've heard that already. That the Rams are going to suck so bad that Stafford's gone. That they're going to clean house, and that they're going to again. Teams don't tank. Like Sean McVay's not going to go into no, a Sunday off, saying that we're going to lose today. Front office well, what is they tank. do is they prune the roster with the players that can actually help you win more than not and be gone. So who would be the one to pick up Matthew Stafford? Who would be the one to trade for Matthew Stafford in the middle of the season? That one I don't particularly see. I don't coming. love the Stafford, but Rich, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. How is, much money did Aaron Rodgers leave on the table so dude, the Jets could have some room but, to, oh, I don't know, trade for Aaron Donald Aaron, at week seven? Aaron Donald would only go to one spot, the Steelers. That's it. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Because that's where he's from. Exactly. That is the only place where he would consider, I will play somewhere else. I think, I'm not talking about what he's told me or that I know. It's just assuming the way things worked out when he was getting ready to retire or thinking about retiring, that's the only spot. And would the Steelers go ahead and give the amount of compensation required to get him if they just wanted to, what, go for it? They got they, they got a great season brewing. They're going to go for it. There's somebody banged up in the middle of their defensive line. They need him. I, I, I'm just going to push back and say this is an overreaction. It's not happening. And Matthew Stafford, I mean – Come on. Like, he's gone, too? Where, where would he go? Like, who's going to trade for a quarterback in the middle of the season? Somebody that might have, that, that, that's already on quarterback three? You know? Dallas runs through all of them, you know, and they need a fourth? <laughs> maybe, uh, honestly, maybe, like, maybe, maybe. so I'll push back. What about it. Jonathan Taylor? This thing is still going on. Not resolved with Indianapolis. You don't think a team's going to go out and get him? We heard there's been no. reports that uh, uh, Packers let's see how it all plays willing out. to give, willing to pay him top dollar. That's just, I, I'm not willing to go there yet. Right. And and I know you could. You're talking superstar. Superstar. You're talking Aaron Donald. I'm talking that level. Okay. Aaron and, Donald, I, Chris and Jones, you know how I feel level. about Mike Evans and Godwin. Sure, Mike Evans. They're not be in the, superstars. Mike in Evans this is going to the Hall of Fame. I understand that. What's next? Serious Super Bowl contenders. I'm talking serious. I'm talking the top five, top six yes. uh, in the Vegas odds. They're going to start two and two or worse. I think a team that can win the Super Bowl this year. Give me names. It's going to have a slow start. That's possible. I'm looking at Kansas City specifically, Rich. 
So, so don't go Super Bowl contender. Well, they're a Super Bowl don't contender, but, but I, don't go. But, but so I wanna, then go ahead and say Kansas more. City's going to start the season. Yeah, two but and I don't want to do that. I don't want to get on the bad oh, side of the work? kingdom. Oh, don't be I don't ridiculous. want the kingdom coming like after me. But I'm just say, saying, get out of here. I definitely don't. I've been calling for Belichick. Just, just say Chiefs. Just say Chiefs. We I'm can saying change the topic I'm Chiefs on the TV version of this. I'm saying Chiefs. Chiefs could start one and three, and now they're at Minnesota in a must-win game. So go ahead and say it. The Chiefs are going to do it. I'm not going to say that, but I'm just saying a contender. Of course, that's possible. Who else do you think? I mean, you think the Cincinnati Jets, Jets are contenders? Talk they, to Cincinnati. they can go two and four. Cincinnati. Cincinnati is at Cleveland. Right. Easily could lose. Yes. Home for Baltimore. Easily could lose. Correct. They were zero and two last year. They go to they go at Tennessee yeah. in week four. They could be one and three. Yeah. They could be one and three. That's not an overreaction. You put Chiefs up on the screen, then it's an overreaction. Go ahead and do it. How about San Francisco? San Francisco. They could easily lose week Pittsburgh, one. Of course. They could lose to I the Giants. They could it. lose to Dallas. I'm just saying. I'm saying a contender is going to be unless you choose one and three. the Chiefs. Move on. It's ridiculous. Uh, clearly, you're moving on. Go ahead. We love Justin Fields. Yes. Had a great time with him at the Super Bowl. Yes. Great kid. We have him in fantasy. He's going to set the single season quarterback rushing record, which is 1,206 yards. No. Lamar Jackson no. did it. No. By the way, Fields was only 63 shy last year. He's going to be running for his life. Yep. I know they got a fun new offense no. now with DJ Moore, no. but the offensive line still stinks. Uh, He's going to be out there running around. One look, two look, bail. I'm gone. 1,400 yards for Fields That's this year. That's a fantasy football hope chest question. Ridiculous. I know you grabbed him. I'll say no. They're ridiculous. I'll say no. I'll say no. I'll say that there's going to be a reason for for it where either he doesn't answer all 17 weeks because he is running for his life or things are set up. DJ Moore is going to be there to help counteract that. Khalil Herbert, counteract that. Just flip it out and let it go. Yeah. Uh, that's the, the idea is not to have him do what he did last year ever again. Yeah, I know, but I don't think that's really going to happen. I mean, I know Kyle Brandt had the Bears winning 13 games. Yeah, well, what he got you, caught what, up What are you smoking, that? bro? Give me some. I mean, Fields is going to be running for his life. What else? I don't know if you're going to have a fantasy lean on this one, too, but do you know what the rookie record for receiving yards is? Do you have any idea what it is? Go for it. I'm going to tell you, Rich. It's 1,473 yards. Do you know who set that record? No. A guy named Bill Groman. In 1960. Oh, my God. For the Houston Oilers. So, hold on a minute. Rookie? Jackson, Smith, and Jigma? Who's going to do it? I'm saying someone's taking oh, it down. Someone, okay. Someone. Jamar Chase was 18 yards shy in right. 2021. Give me the name. Jordan Addison okay. is who I'm looking at. He is going to take one. it down. He is going to be the number two. Justin Jefferson is going to get quadruple it's teamed. It's possible. He's going to be open. Or, look, maybe another sleeper name if you haven't done your fantasy draft yet. Jonathan Mingo in Carolina. Yeah, that's not happening. Bryce Young's got to throw it to somebody, Rich. Yeah, I know. But he's, not, he's not going to have 2,000 yards passing. But to set a record? I mean, to set a rookie record? Look, there's a One of these kids can get 1,500 yards. I, I would go with Jackson Smith and Jigba. He's going to be the third guy in Seattle. Well, let's see what goes on. All right. Find a choose one. I guess Jordan Addison would be the one to choose. Or Zay Flowers. Odell Beckham came on oh, the show this, Flowers, this past Rich. week, and he was talking about how yeah. look out for him. I'll just say this is possible, but I'll label a it an overreaction. Year old record. There's a reason why he's yeah, 63 years old social in a passing league. All right. You got one more? Last one, Rich. Okay, what do you got? Last one, and this is just for you. Thank you, sir. Just because I love you so much. Uh-huh. We've been friends a long time. Yes, we have. I hate to do this to you. Yeah. 
The Packers are making the playoffs. And the Jets, and the Jets, Jets are going to get out of here. Get boom, bah, boom. Jets Book it. Overreaction. Put it on the board. Get Jordan Love, get Packers fans, you are blessed. Uh-huh. Look, you think Aaron Rodgers' career was a disappointment? You think Brett Favre's How career is a Jets disappointment? How missed the playoffs? Jordan Love is doing it. Is Rodgers healthy all year? Yay or nay? No. Okay. That's a way that'll, that, that'll no. happen. If they have to play like a month with Zach Wilson and it's, it's the pos- Ross, it's possible. And, and, and it would be just like the Jets' problem is that the, Zach Wilson, if he's got to play four weeks, it'll be through in the at some point in the first six weeks of the season when they have the toughest teeth of their schedule. So it would be only fitting if that's the case. And um, if Rodgers stays healthy, this team is making the playoffs. This team is good enough to make the playoffs. I don't disagree with you there, but the End first story. six weeks I get are it. insane. That's right. So that's why if Zach Wilson has to play a four-week four stretch in the first six weeks of the season, this is not an overreaction. If if Rodgers is healthy throughout, get out of here with this noise, and how dare you pollute the first edition <laughs> of Overreaction Monday in podcast form with such a nonsensical trolling way. I took a shot at my own coach. I, I know you did. I, had, I, 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 mean, I guess we're fair, fair and balanced than that. We're equal here. All right, well done, well done. So uh, that's the way we roll here on this program. We're going to overreact to head. Again, this is a season preview. We're going to overreact to. Um, we're going to overreact to what's just happened, as opposed to overreact to what we think is going to. Yeah, happen. everything is going to be following right. what we saw on exactly, Sunday. with the exception of the end of the program. Correct. Where you and I. Once we have just overreacted to what just happened, we are going to predict what we think will be the overreaction subject matter for the future overreaction Monday and see if we get it right. (laughs) So we're going to have to start, though, with this being a season preview show with a headline or a subject matter that will be talked about significantly by the end of the season. You say the Monday after the Super Bowl. Monday after the Super Bowl. You go first, I'll go second. Chris Brock. Here's the deal, Rich. I know you so well. I know you better sometimes than Susie knows you. I already know what yours is going to be. It's uh, You have no idea what it is. I know what yours is going to be. I don't be. think you do. And so I'm going to say this. That's an overreaction. <laughs> Mine is this. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are winning the Super Bowl. I think Jalen Hurts is the MVP this year. Okay. Uh, my headline for the Monday after the Super Bowl is pretty much the torch is passed. And Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFL. Well, I mean, as the best quarterback in the NFL. The best quarterback in the NFL. Okay. And do you think that would be an overreaction? I think it's an overreaction because I people uh, people think hands down, it doesn't matter what happens. It's it's Patrick Mahomes, which, look, generally going into the year, I do agree with you. Yes. He is fantastic. He is awesome. He's a two-time Super Bowl winner, two-time MVP. Mm-hmm. He's on his way to the Hall of Fame. I already had him on my Mount Rushmore. That's how, how much I think I love right. this guy. But I think this year is just going to be the year. We saw it last season, what this guy is capable of, yes. the way he does it with his feet. He's going to take the next leap with his arm ability. Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard. He is going to have a super-duper season. MVP unanimous, winning the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts, best quarterback in the NFL. I would love nothing more than to have company for Mahomes in the category of best quarterback in the NFL. I I think it would be stupendous, certainly in the NFC side of things, because everybody just assumes it's an AFC world and we're all paying rent in it. So my overreaction subject matter headline when the season is over, I'm not going to tell you who's winning the Super Bowl. Although I do believe as of right now, again, 
on Tuesday's edition of the Rich Eisen Show, right after this Labor Day edition of Overreaction Monday, we will not only have Overreaction Monday subjects that are fresh for our program in advance of week one. That's another thing that you'll be doing. Spicy. However, I will be making my Super Bowl prediction on that program. And unfortunately for Rich Eisen Show coordinating producer Mike Hoskins, who's currently at the controls here, I will tell him one of the teams to not win the Super Bowl this year will be the Buffalo Bills. And the headline that everyone's going to be talking about that will be an overreaction. Trust me, I know the media, and I know what people are saying, but the headline will be, Josh Allen is not all that and is overrated. Overrated. That is going to be the headline once the season is over. And we're going to take that cheese, and people are going to say Allen couldn't do it again. Bill's window closed. Well, Bill's window's closing is sort of a subsidiary nearby to that neighborhood. Wow. Okay. It's, it's, it's sort of a, a suburb of it. So that, in my estimation, is going to be the headline by the end of the season. And you'd be completely wrong because this is a very deep end of the pool. And I believe the Bills are winning the division. I don't believe they're winning the Super Bowl. That something's going to come up again. And um, that's my two cents on that matter. Can I tell you what I thought you were going to say? Something about the Jets, right? I mean, no, 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 okay, no, 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 no. I, I, I thought you were going to say that Mahomes has a chance to catch Brady. I, I thought you were going to say the Chiefs are going to win. They're going to go back to back for the first time since the Pats 20 years. Well, I'll tell you. And that they're. Chris, he, if they win the Super Bowl this year, that's not an overreaction. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year, and he's not even in the neighborhood of age 30. I thought you were going there. And Andy Reid is as fresh as a daisy as ever. And Travis Kelsey is looking as great as he is as he's in his mid-30s. He ain't going anywhere. And Chris Jones gets paid, and they win the Super Bowl this year. And he has three in the case before Brady had three in the case, right, at age... That's at age, true. Well, not in terms of his years, years uh, in the league. In the league about but the same. Right around the same age, okay? Right. And he kind of catches up to the early Brady. That's what I thought you were and doing. And then Brady had those years where he didn't. A decade without. Right, yeah. where, and, and like, he run, like he'll have to run into his Eli Manning, right? Yeah, or just Peyton Manning and Ben Roethlisberger. And it turns out that Mahomes' only loss in the Super Bowl after winning three at this early part of his career was to Brady, who's not walking through that door, to use the Patino phrase. We think. That will not be an overreaction. Mm. So that's the way we wrap up this first ever podcast edition of Overreaction Monday. Share with everybody that we exist, that we're here. We greatly appreciate that. Part of the Rich Eisen Podcast Network that also has all three hours of the Rich Eisen Show every single day once we're done. And a new podcast that's coming up the Tuesday of the first week of the season, coming up a week from uh, this coming Tuesday, on September 12th, is when you'll get to see Susie Schuster and Amy Trask. Susie will be in this chair, Amy Trask in your chair, the Princess of Darkness, as she's known from her time in the front office of the uh, Oakland Raiders at the time. Uh, She and Susie will have a show together called What the Football that you can also please go to their RSS feed and give them a subscription and a follow. And it'll be a fun way for you to check things out on the Rich Eisen Podcast Network all football season long. The Rich Eisen Show every single day, 12 to 3 Eastern on the Roku channel or in podcast form right where you just got Overreaction Monday available every single Monday. 
We're going to be here doing our thing. And then on Tuesday, what the football with Susie and Amy Trask for Chris. Thank you for hey, being here. Good job, Rich. Well, just same to you. Uh, we have wrapped up the first ever Overreaction Monday podcast edition. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.